Best frequencies forever. Shadow time. A parallel time scale that follows one around throughout day-to-day experience of regular time. Shadow time manifests as a feeling of living in two distinctly different temporal scales simultaneously, or acute consciousness of the possibility that the near future will be drastically different than the present. My partner has clocks in every room. I don't keep any. And even when I have, I usually end up angrily pulling the batteries out. So when I stay with him, I have to move the bedroom clock to another room so I can sleep. I think we feel differently about the presence of time. So I asked him again, why all the clocks? I grew up in a house with ticking clocks. There was a small one on the mantelpiece in the living room. There was a wooden one mounted on the wall of the dining room. There's a clock in the kitchen. And I always had some kind of alarm clock in my bedroom. So I think I have always been familiar with background ticking. My grandparents had a beautiful old uh, clock mounted on the wall of their hallway that not only ticked quite loud but had a quite elaborate chime that would sound every hour. So these things were just a presence. I think quite a lot about background noise because while I'm comfortable with what I consider fairly soft ticking, other sounds distract me to dysfunction. When it gets hot and I turn on a fan, The fan speed has to be low, because if it makes too much of a roar, I can't sleep. It's all I can hear. And there's some very delicate boundary between what makes a sound tolerable or not for me. With clocks in particular, I think about how there's a reassurance to them from their timekeeping. The house I grew up in, we were very close to a uh, we were close to a few bits of transport. There was a, a freeway only a few miles from the house, so there was always probably a little very distant background murmur from uh, cars travelling. There was a railway line ran just kind of past the bottom of our garden, pretty much. And on that line, three or four times an hour, a train would go through. And again, just this momentary rush and clatter. 
the wheels over the over the tracks and it would pass. Um, it wasn't perfectly regular. Um, but um, yeah, the, the services weren't evenly distributed around the hour. But it was still this this little periodic rush of sound that you could hear from my bedroom that would comfort somehow. Or maybe it became comfortable over time. It's a little bit like a cock. Very imprecise one. And then the last thing for me is that I... I like being able to see time. Much as I carry a phone with me. Constantly, uh, I wear a digital watch. There are plenty of legitimate arguments why having timepieces attached to the rooms of my house is completely redundant. I could call out and ask a voice assistant, what time is it, any time I wanted. But I think the time is, it's passive information. I want to just see it in my peripheral vision. I want to glance at it. I want to see it without noticing it. I have a clock in my bathroom that I can see from the shower because it's the only way I keep myself on time in the mornings. Clock in my kitchen, it's where I look if I making sure that I'm ready in time to leave for something. I think to the fact that keeping time is so important in our day-to-day routines, I think the way it works for me is that it's just there in the background, ticking away. Yesterday I woke up soaking on limo 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 Yesterday I woke up so
Shadow Time on BFF.FM. I'm Lily Sloan. That was Everything in Its Right Place by Radiohead from Kid A, a classic. Um, today's show is about time, and while some of the songs are going to be a bit more directly about time, something about the heartbeat rhythm of that song and the idea of trying to control and put everything into a kind of proper structure and placement just really made me think a lot about about time and so and I just love that song so anytime anytime I have a reason to use it I'm going to Um, the show opened up with uh, an intro that featured the voice of Ben Ward so beautifully sharing about his relationship to clocks in his home and in his life. Today's show is going to feature an audio story from fellow audio producer Ruth Eddy, and that will come about halfway in. I'll be here till 6 p.m. And feel free to tweet at me or the show if you have any thoughts or feelings about time that you want to share the show is on twitter as shadow time radio and i'm on twitter as lily rose sloan lily is spelled l-i-l-y sloan is with an e at the end Uh, but also an a some might find that redundant i think it's perfect so before we get into uh, Ruth's story, I want to play some more songs about time. And I'm going to open up this next set with a classic. It was it used to be the song that opened former BFF show, The Long Lunch Break. And it's a song called Take Time from the books. And I love their music so much. It's always meant a lot to me. And so I'm glad to share this with you. Here's the books would take time from their album, The Lemon of Pink. 
tutto è santo, tutto è santo, tutto è santo. Non c'è niente di naturale nella natura, ragazzo mio. Tientilo bene in mente. No ending at 
frequencies forever bringing the underground to the foreground you're listening to shadow time on bff.fm i'm lily sloan you just heard time is a dark feeling by florist and before that local band new spell with of time from of time and open up the set with take time by the books from the lemon of pink Thank you for listening, for being here, engaging with this topic of time. I'd love to hear what time means to you or yeah, any, any of your anxieties or foibles about time. Or maybe you love time. Maybe all you want to think about all the time is time. Tell me about it. You can tweet at me uh, on Twitter. That's the best place to tweet at me, really. I think that's what it's for. Uh, Shadow Time Radio or Lily Rose Sloan. So I'm really excited to share with you our featured audio piece from uh, Ruth Eddy, who is a radio host at uh, a Bozeman-based radio station, community radio station, which, of course, I am a fan of. (laughs) uh and it is uh kgvm which you can find at kgvm.org and i've even um done an interview with ruth on on that show about bozeman because my name lily sloan is the name of a important character from star trek first contact and uh, Bozeman, Montana is where Warp Drive was created. And so this was a kind of fun thing that we, that we bonded over and talked about. Uh, Ruth also, speaking of time, has a TikTok. I mean, okay, speaking of time, she has a TikTok, but it is, a, it is purely clocks. So if you're into clocks and you want to see a bunch of cool old clocks, you can check out uh, Ruth's TikTok, Clock Talk, uh, which is um, clockwise underscore underscore. But I have that linked in the show notes as well. So this piece that Ruth made is called Time in a Bottle. 
and it's really magical. So I'm going to play it for you, and then I'm going to play a voice memo from Ruth uh, to accompany it. So stick around. Here's Time in a Bottle by Ruth Eddy. Time in a Bottle. Time in a bottle. Time is to clock as mind is to brain. You like that? Mm -hmm. You think that makes sense? Time is to clock as mind is to brain. The clock or watch somehow contains the time, and yet time refuses to be bottled up like a genie stuffed in a lamp. And then if your gift gets stolen, you can't steal back the one that was just stolen from you, but you can steal any other Oh, wait a minute. So what if, what if you steal mine, and I steal mom's, and then... Mom steals yours. Can I then steal mine back from mom? No, not no, unless the one that I started with. There's only one chance to steal. There, you don't get no, a chance like, to steal so unless if, somebody steals from you. If your yeah, if, if your if, gift gets stolen, you have to open a new gift. There's no stealing. You, no, if you, no, you if steal. your gift gets stolen, you can steal. No, you can no. either open a gift or, or you can steal day. another gift. Yeah. And the person. That's who, why I voted for three limit. Yeah. <laughs> so it can keep going and <clears> changing the rules on you. I don't know. I've played it with no limit. But, um, it sounds like it's no limit. So. Well, wait a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. So, no rules, just right. We're just making like, if I if my gift gets stolen, you and then <laughs> so then I get the so then I get to steal from These somebody gifts else. Are from the basement. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. So too if much. I steal from Joe and then it just keeps going around and somebody steals from me again, but nobody's opened one, can I steal back my original one? Sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Alright, who's got the ace? Oh, what time's dinner? Alright! Yes. What time's dinner? Tomorrow. <laughs> we have a time limit. We gotta tomorrow. get on our flight tomorrow. <laughs> Whether it flows as sand or turns on wheels within wheels, time escapes irretrievably while we watch. Even when the bulbs of the hourglass shatter, when darkness withholds the shadow from the sundial, when the mainspring winds down so far that the clock hands hold still as death, time itself keeps on. How do you know when it's done? Mm -hmm. Is it done? It feels very tight. Well, keep going. You'll, wait, I'll it'll, know. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah. 
I, I can't turn it, so. Okay, so I got to do it? What if it's done? I think it might be it, done. Yeah, I think it, it is. It's kind of done. Yeah. It'll tell you. most we can hope a watch to do is mark that progress. And since time sets its own tempo, like a heartbeat or an ebb tide, timepieces don't really keep time. They just keep up with it if they're able. Wow, it's very cool to have time in a bottle on shadow time. Time's something I think about a lot, and especially about audio recordings. Feels like almost all the recordings I make feel like capturing time in a bottle. And this one was really special to me because it was recorded in 2019. My family had gathered at my grandparents' house, thinking it might be the last time we were going to see my grandpa, who had a fatal brain condition. And at this point, he wasn't really talking much. And I remember having an overwhelming feeling like I was too late and I had missed it and I should have been recording sooner or earlier somehow and I'm so glad that I still pressed the button and made these recordings because as we know time moves on and it's special to just even be able to hear his voice still 
He had an enormous clock collection and a big love of clocks. I feel like some of my earliest sound memories are being at my grandparents' house and waiting for the hour for them all to chime slightly off and slightly together and just like how magical that feeling is being immersed in sound and in time and yeah it felt like it's such a good metaphor time is so easy to make it whatever you need it to be and as reading from a book he had called longitude I believe about how the first clocks were invented to help ships navigate and that poem really hit me in the moment and it felt very special to share those moments with my grandpa and I remember it feeling really important to actually make something out of this audio so much of my audio just sits on a hard drive and it felt really special after he passed to go back and listen to it and use it to sort of process it especially because it has to do with time and accepting the fact that time is always moving forward we can't stop it. I think making this piece and these recordings was really helpful for my own processing. And after he passed, I was given a clock by my grandma, which I have. And it's a small clock, but it chimes every 30 minutes. And I live in a very small space. But I love hearing it, and I love winding it every week, and I love to have this object that connects me with my grandpa through time.
stretched by the divine comedy from regeneration and before that was century by tess robbie or roby someone please tell me if it's robbie or roby um from uh her album ideas of space fairly new one and that was following up from uh ruth eddie's wonderful audio story time in a bottle and her reflections on it on time and on that story and um the way that she spent time with her grandfather and his uh at the end of his life which really touched me my grandmother is at the end of her life at 94 and um yeah it's just kind of in that any day this could this could end kind of place and that could mean days weeks months um and thinking about (laughs) 94 years of being alive and trying to imagine what her perception of time must be and and also what her perception of time is now 
versus, you know, 10 years ago or when, when, you know, before she had some dementia happening. So a lot to reflect on there. I am really excited to share with you um, a voice memo from a listener, Marlena in Phoenix, Arizona, sent voice memo about time. Well, two, um, but I'm going to play them together as if they're one. Um, here's Marlena talking about time. Thank you so much for sending this in. I was so touched to receive it and so um, just really comforted listening to it. I think for me, at least, these kinds of voice memos, whether it's from a stranger or a friend, it just feels so special and intimate and like connective, like such a, a way to feel connected to other human beings. So here's Marlena on time. My brain is pretty jumbled right now, but instead of waiting and not recording anything, I decided to just go ahead and record anyway and record um, all of my thoughts. So thinking about time, the first thing that came to mind was the panic attack that I had last night and time dilation and seconds feeling like an eternity and the fear that comes with a panic attack and the um, desire to escape whatever internal process or external stimulus is happening um, really makes it feel like it's just an eternity. And that made me think about sighing, which apparently is a way to um, activate the parasympathetic nervous system. And so you're supposed to um, inhale two quick breaths through the nose and exhale longer through the mouth. So I thought about that, but I'm also thinking about the time I spend doing nothing at my job and my new position and that I wasn't really given enough time to learn how to do this job. And I think about when I do have something I care about and I hyper-focus and how time seems to not exist. Uh, or being in the ocean, which I got to do recently, and I could have done that for an eternity. I think about whether I have time to make art because I'm tired after work. And do I have time to ingest art so that I get in the headspace of making art? Those things feel like they're less about time doing the creation and more about the time getting in the, the headspace to do that creation and allowing myself to be comfortable enough. So that's what I have to say. Um, thank you for this prompt. I hope you're having a good day. I am lighting some candles on my altar because I promised myself that I would spend more time intentionally performing rituals. And honestly, I mean rituals of many kinds, everything from just having breakfast or or drinking tea or whatever things that I'm 
paying attention to (laughs) and um, noticing what's happening in the moment. So that was the other thing I thought about with time. Spending it the way I want to spend it. Not how I should spend it or or what I think I I, I need to be doing but just how I want to spend it and, and what serves me best. listening to Shadow Time on BFF.FM. I am Lily Sloan. That was Time Travel by Michael Anderson from the Donnie Darko soundtrack. And before that, you heard wonderful back-to-back voice memos from Marlena in Phoenix. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts about time and your experience about time in a state of anxiety and panic and the way that thoughts about time really interweave with our entire sense of like self and existence and you know what are we doing with our lives and um trying to find meaning and trying to find space for the different parts of ourselves and our different needs and yeah it's like time time just feels like this limited resource and yet there are those moments when 
it can stretch out and feel like too much or can feel infinite. And I think that's what makes it so fascinating is how on one hand, it's kind of meant to be this really like linear concrete thing. And yet our experience of it is, is not like that. I saw somebody (laughs) tweet a joke earlier that was like, how the fuck did the guy who invented the clock know what time it was? Um, And yeah, (laughs) those are the kind of questions I have too. That's the kind of research that we should all be doing. Um, And I don't know, being somebody who likes to challenge these like widely held constructs, um, it's tricky because there's that. There's that impulse. And then there's also the part that's like, yes, and we kind of have to agree to some things as a society in order to function. And and that can mean letting go of some of the, um, I don't know, subjectivity of our experience and just deciding that something that's true enough is true so that we can all kind of function together. I know that I'm somebody who is pretty punctual. Like I feel like I'm late if I'm just on time. And I know people who are consistently really late. And and also the ways that um, punctuality has kind of been challenged as a kind of perfectionist, maybe perhaps white supremacist kind of ideal or Western ideal and really trying to sit with that inside of myself too and figure out what my relationship is to others in time and our shared sense of time and shared sense of reality and how that gets, how how we bump up against that sometimes. Uh, I really uh, was just thrilled to listen to Ruth Eddy's piece, Time in a Bottle, again, and to hear Ruth talk about it. Thank you, Ruth, for sharing that. All the links to Ruth things are in the show notes where you can find a link to that story and their sound and her SoundCloud. And you can find um, a link to the community radio station in Bozeman. And you can find a link to her clock talk, her, her clock based TikTok clockwise um, and her Twitter accounts. And Thank you so much to Ben Ward for contributing your voice memo on clocks and also the sound of the clocks in that intro piece are from uh, his apartment as well. It's just like texting late at night. Hey, can you please record a clock? (laughs) This is what it's like to know me. Um, Yeah. And I am going to close out the show with a very special song to me um, from the air is the song. It's from Laurie Anderson's Big Science. And this song has an iconic Laurie Anderson line in it, which is, this is the time. This is the record of the time. And, and when I bought, there's a recent release of Big Science um, on vinyl, uh, red vinyl, in the last year. And maybe it was the last year or the year before time who knows um but I remember when that was being promoted I was like this is I don't I don't know how it was worded but like this 
this is the record of the record of the time. And um, yeah, it's such a great song. So a good, a good way to end with a plane crash. Um, thanks so much for joining today. Tune back in next week for more Shadow Time. Follow on the social media if you want to get updates about upcoming topics so you can submit your own, own voice memos, but you can also send me voice memos about whatever and I'll find a way to work it in somewhere. All right. Keep listening to BFF. Um, make a donation on the website. We've got our fundraising gala coming up soon. So visit BFF.fm for more info about that.
the flames. 